0: Lime, duh. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it again, baby. The comedians of wrestling podcast the podcast where comedians the funny folk dissect their wrestling to an unhealthy degree there's a lot of beef out here <laughs> i am your host the host with the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling the best professional wrestling joke on the whole fucking web Skull.
1: Dan black and the winner of that match will go on to face Drew McIntyre McEnfart- Drew McIntyre for the day. AK A.K.A.
0: Black Amora AK Donny Dirt Sheets bing 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 Donny Dirt Sheets A.K.A. Papa Oat Milk The Creatine Injury Ooh. Coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby, gaba, gaba, we,
1: gaba, gaba, we, yeah, gaba, 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 gaba,
0: girl, she's a bomb. Roman Reigns is always here. And Dom, hop, hop, hum. This is hot girl, <laughs> <clears throat> baby, <Dashy>. she's hot. <laughs> What up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action. For your satisfaction, of all of our spicy spicy Wimwi muy, muy Caliente wrestling reactions. <laughs> wow. That Hikaru music is annoying as fuck. (laughs) It hurts my ears. It gets really good, though, as it keeps going. But anyway, everybody, welcome to the Comedian Wrestling Podcast. We're having fun. I'm caffeinated to the fucking moon, baby. Oh, man, I woke up. I worked out at 8 a.m. I fucking threw iron. I was like, I'm dead. I'm like, I'm dead. I came home dead. I was like, I don't have the energy to podcast. Then I make. A, a latte this big. <laughs>
1: hey,
2: cheers, man.
0: Yeah, there you go. Cheers to the webcam. Cheers. Just make yourself a nice thirty-ounce oat milk latte, and you'll be ready to rock. Mm. Fuck, man. Cheers. Um, before we get into all that, I just want to say something. It's not even on my list here, but I just want to say thank you to all the people posting your your uh, Spotify list, showing that Cow Podcast is like a lot of times your number one uh, podcast. And uh, people listing it as their top podcast of the year. Seeing that reminds me, I always say this to you guys, like, we just do this pod, like, into the vacuum of yelling at each other. And Mm -hmm. especially in this year where we don't go into the studio and we lost all the, you know, fun social elements of the pod. uh, It helps to see that you guys appreciate it. And we have, like, such fucking diehard fans. It's unbelievable. Uh, Like, you know, loyal. You guys, a lot of you guys have been with us for years. It's just... Love to see it. Thanks, guys, and thanks for getting the word out there. Tell people about the podcast. If You have friends who like wrestling. Man, I really believe if you have friends who were casual wrestlings in the past, fans in the past, they can listen to this podcast. We're not fucking melting out over here. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm not ranking. We're not ranking matches out of stars and shit, you know? Uh, but, yeah, so, anyway, thank, thank you, guys. Um, okay, a couple announcements before we get into all the spice. That is the this week in pro wrestling and i introduce i introduced our panel for the week <laughs> um, this makes, it sounds very official the, the official is. this week's official panel for CalPod, okay a couple announcements before we get into this, which is that uh tonight actually when you're if you're listening to this podcast the day this comes out um mm-hmm. we will uh on AEW dynamite this week has been transformed into Winter is coming. So, uh, everybody, yeah, absolutely. Everybody, get, gear up. What do you say, You no, Just keep going. Finish your thing because I have something to say. Everybody, winter is coming, which is also, by the way, the the name of the pilot for Game of Thrones, if you, if you yes. didn't know that. Uh, but winter is coming Shocker. is tonight. Me and Tulo um, will be going live on Zoom directly after the show. Uh, for patrons at the $5 level. um, and I, So if you're patreon.com slash wrestling $5 and up, we're going to be recording our post-show Zoom. Uh, you guys can uh, post post-show podcast. And you guys, I had a little too much caffeine. You guys can tell, right? <laughs> I mean Should I
3: edit around this? Nah, absolutely. Nah. This is turning <laughs> into the uh, comedians of podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um Yeah, but so uh <laughs> so after uh after AEW Dynamite tonight, aka winter's coming after the mocks the big mocks versus uh, uh Kenny Omega match tonight, title about tonight, we we'll go live recording the podcast. If you're a patron member, you can join us on Zoom, watch us record live, and the way we do it is you'll be visible if you throw up the cow sign. You can get your opinion. You can live cash in uh, uh, during the pod. And it worked awesome last time. So join us after the show if you want to talk about it. You want to hear us talk about it. And also, it'll be available normally uh, as the bonus episode for this week. We'll be talking about uh, 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 the big match. So check that out. Another reason to give back to the podcast, patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. Uh, um, Also, our cow Zoom Thunderdome... (laughs) Our monthly hangout will be for the TLC pay per view, which will be on December Sunday, December twentieth. So, we will have more details about that. But if you want to hang out with us and watch TLC together, which shape it up to be a very good pay per view. Oh yeah, uh, right. So that's that's pretty exciting. Um, um, and yeah. Also, okay. One last thing. If uh, you want to, uh, 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 if, if you ooh. If you guys (laughs) – I I just got some info coming in. Um, Uh, uh, This actually couldn't be more – I got a text just now that is exactly what I'm about to talk about. (laughs) And we'll see if it comes in in time to actually play it. It's a a cash in. But if you have a wrestler who's become one of your guys, give us a five-star ranking on Apple Podcasts, and we will congratulate you for having a new guy on your (laughs) guy roster here on the show, and I got a text. Of somebody telling me a wrestler is one of their guys. Um, but I'll read two of them right now. This is uh, from PCH82. By the way, write your name in your review because it goes. Uh, uh, but your uh, Apple name is PCH82. Um, my guess is that's Philip. Um, he says Thunder Rosa is one of my guys.
2: Wow! And congratulations.
0: Congrats. Big fan of the show. Great listener community. Get into it. Thank you. Um, Caves, Texas. Okay? He says, Darby Allen is one of his guys. Also one of my guys. So congratulations. Do that. uh, uh, Rank is five stars. I have another one that's going to be coming in. He's telling me he wants it to be in audio form. So I'll play it that comes in. But someone we know, a friend of the show, is making a wrestler one of his guys. Big and out. And for new listeners who are like, what's this one of my guys thing? You know exactly what it is. (laughs) Okay? For sure. (laughs) The epitome of one of my guys is Ultimate Warrior is one of my guys for life. I don't care that he doesn't know how to wrestle. I don't care that he was at dirty Fox News uh, pundit. I don't. I don't care that no one could stand the guy. Uh, he, the Warrior was so deeply one of my guys as a kid. I saw him when his music hit, and he ran around. He ran around the ring. He's one of my guys. It's not debatable, right? Yeah. If you're having a conversation, people. I just want to reiterate yeah. this because it's 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 almost well. It's so it's such a core value of the Cow Podcast is that no one controls who your guys are. That's that, this is that's your individuality. Yeah. That is your personality, mm-hmm. right? You could debate if something's good or not, but the way you shut down the conversation is, hey, listen, dude, he's one of my guys. It's not up debate.
2: And the same way, Ultimate <laughs> Warrior is one of your guys. Dominic Mysterio is one of my guys. So it's right. perfect. They work Which, out. You yeah, get it all over. All straight it. up pathetic.
3: But it's further, he's one of further your illustrating that one of your guys can be literally anybody. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. Some <laughs> people <guy>, uh,
3: <laughs> Some people have Dana
2: Brooke as one of their guys.
0: You That's know, true. I
3: mean, the Dana the Brooke, stole, the Dana Brooke it, constant. Yep. Yeah. yeah.
0: The, the 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 uh the yeah, the the Brook-a-lites? I mean what what are her people? I don't know what the, the, the Flex
3: the Brooks brothers. The, the
0: Brooks brothers. It's just two guys. It's two <laughs> twins. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Anyway, guys, a lot to get to do. So yeah, just remember support the podcast, give us five star rating, tell people about the show, post about the show, go out on a limb for the show, baby. Because you don't know. We could Thanos this thing any day. <laughs> Who knows? You know what I mean? Uh <laughs> oh my god, so would so that hit. mean
2: would that mean only fifty percent of the pod exists? Or guys, I gotta
0: play a yes. new announcement for the show. Are you ready? I I haven't heard this, okay? Live.
1: What up, Jabroniacs? It's pitch mister Perfect, aka Skylar Aston, aka hmm. the name dropper. I just wanted to hop on here because I have some very important matters to discuss. i been watching a lot of wrestling up here in Vancouver as I've been filming season two of my shows, always extraordinary playlist premiering on NBC January 5th and available on Hulu and Peacock as well. But while I'm up here watching wrestling, you know, some shows are a little uh, more fast forwardy than others. Something that I cannot miss that I've been paying very close attention to is Roman Reigns progression as a heel. I have been enjoying it so very much. It was really kicked off for me on the one pay-per-view with Jay Uso when he was in the center of the ring, kind of crying, having an emotional moment as he was beating up his cousin, but still remaining a heel. That took some nuance and that took some real acting and those were real tears. But apart from that, he looks so goddamn good without the vest. Mm. I am so happy. Maybe we'll eventually get a new theme. Maybe we'll get rid of the the dog and the the logo of him doing the Superman punch. So a little too baby face for me still. But he'll get some tribal stuff. We'll see head of the table, you know? Can't wait for a head of the table match at TLC. Come on. <laughs> anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. But what I really, really want to state here right now, and I'm not going to do everyone thinks I'm gonna do and just flip out. (laughs) But what I want to do, see the fact of the matter is someone you idolize. Someone you idolize. And you don't have a favorite wrestler at the moment. Used to be Seth Rollins for a while, still loves Seth, just can't claim a number one spot. That is why with no subtlety, I want to declare Roman Reigns, one of my guys. Wow. He is one of my guys forever. His story, yes, was it late? Did he have to headline many manias? But did that all contribute to where we are now? Yes, we can't change the WWE universe. Mm -mm. And he's fitting in and slotting in right where he needs to at this very time. Mm -hmm. And all of that is now just backstory. As he progresses as a heel, maybe gets away from the family stuff leans into the family stuff. He is leading the charge with Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman is not his mouthpiece. And we see that now we see that he believes it with all of his adrenaline, with all of his work ethic, the way his body looks right now. Everyone laughs at vest vestless Roman idea and how we keep mentioning it, but it's here and it's here to stay. He'll eventually become a babyface, I hope in years to come, not months of course, but it will happen. And that is why, for the many reasons, Roman Reigns is a survivor, Roman Reigns is a chief, and Roman Reigns is one of my guys. Cheers up. Let's go, baby.
0: Wow. (laughs) <laughs>
1: wow.
0: I mean, that was... Breaking, uh, breaking news. Uh, Skyler, but can, can, we, can we just before I say, what can we just compliment Skyler for a second? What a performer! I mean, yeah. that's, just a, that's just a message. That's a, that's a first draft message he wrote to me on my phone. He knows, to introduce himself. Fucking no, unapologetically is like, yo, here's hit, hit my the credits. Here the fuck I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what a re- he's such a wrestling uh, fan. He gotta the show. Skyler. Ass promotes- is one of my guys.
2: Yeah. 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 So uh, I'd like to announce that Skylar Aston is also one of my guys. <laughs>
3: Thank you. All right. Um Newman's still waiting. He's still waiting. <laughs> I, he's I wanna gotta... see I haven't seen the mean streak yet. I'm gonna see what
0: happens. Yeah, you, you you wait for the Skylar heel turn. Yeah. Now I like gotta see him as I'm, a heel.
2: And, I'm thinking top five cells of a super kick of all time, Skylar Aston is in there for me easily. <laughs>
0: Um, One of the best takes of a super kick of all time is Skylar Aston at Calmania 1. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, I, it, it, I have it on video. It's
3: there's unbelievable. That, there's that iconic photo of him, like,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. halfway <laughs> down already. I, his, I mean, Skylar Aston as a referee, I mean, he's one of the greatest refs of all time, and he's only done, I think, one match to date oh uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway let's here's here's what i want to say okay so congratulations to skylar asset. and if you want to be part of this one of my guys don't all you got to do is give us five stars on apple podcast and, <laughs> and, and say guy i am st- just to let you know i'm sticking to where i'm at which is roman reigns i've been burned before by mr roman reigns i'm glad you got i'm into it i, can, I have no argument as a matter of fact not only that i have no argument look at these shoes
3: I bought the sneakers that Roman's
0: wearing right now. Wow!
3: <laughs>
0: I'm you, don't see, them a- you don't
3: see the the, the, the hypocrisy in this. And I had, Aaron found the, them the from shoes a- that he wore because he wore them.
0: Yeah, he yeah. looks so good in, in them. Guys. And I'm gonna look like some fucking geek Jewish guy walking around LA and thinking uh-huh. I look cool with some jump pants yeah. because Roman Reigns wore them.
2: <laughs> You're easily that added 15 to your max. Bench. Like, yeah, easily. Yeah. Easily plus, those shoes. Plus oh, 15 man.
3: strength.
0: But here's what I'll say is that I, I said it this. I'm sticking with my decree. I will decide if Roman Reigns is one of my guys. The Monday after WrestleMania 37 uh, 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 coming up in, in April. Uh, hopefully in L.A., uh, which is definitely not going to be in L.A., but that's it. Uh, but also, I'm not the only one to feel this way, by the way. I, we got a cash-in, actually. And um, by the way, I haven't been pushing the cash-ins because – We'll bring the cash-ins back. You can still cash in if you want, three one six five three zero two four two nine 530 if you want. But we'll bring them back more when we get into mania season. That's when you guys get really fired up with the cash-ins, you know. But uh, we did get a cash-in I think is on this topic, and we should play it. All
1: right.
3: Jay Dollar sign on the line, and you're welcome for the time. I'm cashing to say, Dan, you're wrestling with loving an addict. That addict says Roman Reigns, and the drug is the jabron zone. When Reigns is clean, best free, and veneer sneered, he's our guy. But it's dangerous to make Roman one of your guys because he can hurt us all if he reinvests himself in that <laughs> drug that is the face to face persona. I'm throwing it all in though.
0: I'm saying, F that danger. Danger is cool. Roman Reigns, one of my guys. Get on the bus, Dan.
3: I'm wow.
0: Cashing in as a superstar, but. I'll let you know I have logical and beautiful humans who agree, the nasty one and the first lady, Miss Finnerty. Sincerely, yours, this is Jay Money.
2: What up?
0: okay so he's making roman reigns one of his guys i seem to be one of the last holdouts um and the only one who agrees with me about holding out is shibiro <laughs> it's
1: i mean not he's not one of guys. You,
0: it's not a camp you want to be in but, but uh that is where i'm at anyway let's get into talking about wrestling this week but anyway we'll see you somebody a bunch of you tonight on the zoom um mm-hmm. or if you're uh what flavor oh like duh oh uh, yeah yeah the lack of flavor um so uh But we'll see about you uh, after after winter is coming tonight. Okay.
3: Uh, First thing we go in before you move on. Before you move on, the fact that this is called winter is coming. Ridiculous. Look, and I'm not digging. I'm not taking a dig in AEW. This is certainly a problem that WWE has as well. But it is the thing that will keep wrestling in the in the fringes. Uh-huh. is that their sensibilities are the kinds that will say, hey, let's name a pay-per-view or let's name a big match after a show that has been off the air for more than a year. It's an indictment of their pop sensibilities, and it is exactly the anchor holding the entire genre uh, back from breaking into the game. Yeah, game of
0: Thrones has not been gone long enough to be cool again, as a oh, reference. Yeah. The, the, you know, I'm kind of conflicted about the winter's coming thing. Um, <laughs> it's because... It looks On the one cool. hand, it is a unique. I love the branding of like the picture, the photos and stuff. Like the the whatever the skins of the of the, you know. But it's just graphics. A, no. It's just. But it's exactly the HBO thing. Uh, but wrestling does pull from pop culture a lot, and that sometimes works really well. You know, so it's tricky. It's the difference between cosplay and influencing. You know, name a time. this is exactly. When, no, this counts more as cosplay. I agree because it's exactly the name of the pilot. Mm-hmm. Winter is coming. It's exact. So it's an, It's just copying,
3: right? So it's the same thing as when fucking uh, Jabroni Gargano comes out in Wolverine costume, right? But, but name a time when wrestling has. Made a pop culture reference that was like on point with the zeitgeist. Like, when have they ever?
2: <laughs> no, they're yeah, always like, behind. Ever? Bro. They're always behind. It was like the time when WWE brought out the the Ball family and yeah, like Lamelo Le- like, and Lamar, like Ball, like out. And you're like, like you eight to, months. Why? They because the they're season. yeah, like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but Listen, but listen. It, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Well, it is. But the, I'm the, saying the, is that winter is coming. Yeah. That being said, I'm saying the, my conflict with it is that like it does look cool, and it is a cool way to make a dynamite feel awesome,
2: and it, and I like the name. It's also going to be 44 degrees, like my, literally, it's going to be winter in Florida. It's 44 degrees today, and, and
0: they're still wrestling outside. It's awesome. It's what I love yeah. that. But here's the thing: is that I. What, what gets me frustrated is everything being like revolution, execution, retribution. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, right? And everything is like that, you know? You're like evolution, revolution, execution, um, uh, yeah. uh, institution, whatever Evolution. Yeah, and you're like, so like, your Winter's Coming felt, is, is kind of like a breath of fresh air. Back, backlash, uh, vengeance, like, right? It, so I was like, oh, it's, in that way, it's really good, but yes, it's not even just derivative, it's plagiaristic you know yeah. I mean? so i, I agree i'm actually you. shocked they're getting away with it
2: well they're, like they're how are they able to use it
0: saying winter is coming it's like
1: it, it know, falls under like, like, like parody,
0: you know same way snl can do like what they do you know it's,
2: yeah right it's kind of like i just feel like that that line would be trademarked wouldn't it like how is there no trademark on winter is coming i
3: think it's big uh, enough that no
0: it's, yeah, yeah yeah it's not it's not the winter. Right. yeah uh, it's not like one, the yeah. name – they didn't call the it
3: farmers. Like, the Farmer's Almanac actually has the trademark on uh, Winter's Coming.
0: <laughs>
3: is that uh, true? Fun fact, people. It's fun yes. fact. <laughs> um, and, All right. uh, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> All right. I'm out. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> Correct. Yeah. All right. Uh, so what we got to talk about this. Pat Patterson passed away. Um, no easy way to really broach that subject. 79 years old, which is – listen uh, – You know, he lived a really amazing. He had an amazing career and an amazing life. I mean, I I I always say this on the podcast is that I am so bad at eulogizing these wrestlers. You know, the legends and stuff, uh, and giving them. I I feel like I cannot do them justice. So what I always say is, take time out of your day. You know, watch, go on the WWE network, watch the Pat Pat Patterson match, go on YouTube, watch a Pat Patterson match. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, uh, appreciate his work. But look, guys. If you like the Intercontinental title, he was the first Intercontinental champion. He's a creator of the Royal Rumble. Um, his impact on pro wrestling, uh, um, you know, it's funny because I remember him the most just given my age as like one of big man's like stooges. Yeah, you know?
2: yeah,
0: yeah. Um, but also he's came out on Legends House um, and is one of the first openly gay wrestling icons that I know, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there's some gay wrestlers here and there. But at that level, in that company, you know, um, not to mention, I think his most lasting legacy is just go on Instagram, look at every wrestler telling stories about the guy and what mm-hmm. he meant to them. Uh, you know, backstage, he's always been there. So, uh, uh, give pap Pat, Pat uh, you know, I, I don't think anybody underestimates the importance of Pat Patterson, any modern mark, you know, it's rare to have someone who at that age still feels so relevant. There's a couple of them. It's him Arn, flair, you know, a couple of these guys still hanging around where you're like, man, they matter so much. They've survived so much to still matter to this company. Uh, there's a reason for that. So, uh, I know what I'm going to do is I'm going to check out some, I'm going to get well-versed in Pat Patterson, which I more, that, which I probably should have done for a long time. You know, uh, yeah. So, uh, rest in power to the first intercontinental champion. Um, and um, yeah, all right. I'm gonna jump into something that's equally bleak. How long
2: hey till it's? You okay did a really for- good job. Of that. I did. I mean, you said you weren't. You're not good at it, but I thought that was. I thought that was a good, really I solid known job, better, dude. <laughs> you know what good it is? You, so it's like. It's like. <laughs>
0: that was really nice. Yeah. What can you say? You know. It's just that's like. It. Yeah, thanks, 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 (laughs) man. What can you say? You know what I mean? Um, (laughs) R.I.P. (laughs) Peep. Yeah. Um, I (laughs) like I had a weird moment. Like I had a weird moment today where I was going to Google the movie Killing of a Sacred Deer. Okay. (laughs) But as I'm typing that into Google, it's killing. I'm like, "Eh, I'm just casually. Want to get some facts about this movie that I, because I, I, I thought it was a cool movie, right? And then killing off, and then it's like killing off George Floyd comes up first. And you're like, wow, what a, what a, you're like, wow, it's amazing how that context can switch. I think, mm-hmm. like, if I'm making some kind of weird roundabout point, that's always why I feel like. Talking about the legacy of a wrestler is almost disrespectful on this podcast where we're a bunch of clowns. You know what I mean? (laughs) I got you. And so so thank you, Tulo. That meant a bunch to me. Yeah, no problem. Um, But check out Killing the Sacred Deer. It's a fucking cool movie. You didn't like it, (laughs) uh, uh, Nubit? Starring starring Pat Patterson, right? Pat Pat Patterson's amazing in it. He plays Nicole Kidman, uh, (laughs) which I thought was really convincing. Uh, Okay, here's something equally bleak. You guys ready? Yeah, yeah I'm I promised you too. guys I would lead the show <laughs> with this. And don't worry, we're only a half hour in. How long till it's okay for Trump to come back to pro wrestling? <laughs> Is there a time on that, Newman? I, mean, I well, never to be
2: to be fair. Has he ever really left? <laughs> I mean, folks. Yeah. yeah, of course. I mean.
3: Oh,
2: Man, this is Vince McMahon's greatest uh, booking of all time. Is that Look,
3: like... look, 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 look. I like to keep my uh, politics out of wrestling. I actually watch wrestling as an escape. Sure, so, sure, sure. Uh, I'd rather not you know, have somebody right. with an agenda. Like I respect a that. president being on, on WWE.
0: The only reason I thought about that was I was watching what Sammy's doing. Yeah. And you're like, imagine you can inject, actually bring the ex president of the United States into this and have Sammy heal off on him.
3: Oh, um, uh. wait a minute. That changes everything. <laughs> right? Yeah, like it's can so you good. imagine
0: Sami Zayn talking shit about Thanksgiving to the former goof president of the United States? Like we had this, this, we had, I accidentally elected this fucking moron to be the president for four years, and now we get to use him as an actual president. You know, like in yeah. wrestling storyline. I mean, it's maybe. It, listen, here's what I would say: if it means he uses time doing that over actually starting a real news network, I'll take it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. He would have to, like, they would have to job him out, though. Like, I don't want to see him do anything uh, that makes him, like, a threat in that in You don't
0: want him back with Lashley? No. I think Lashley
3: <laughs> should fucking choke him out in the middle of the ring. Oh, anyway. Um, All right.
0: Well, uh, I'm asking you honestly, okay? Honestly. Yeah. yeah. How long till WWE can get away with having Trump involved in a WrestleMania storyline? Is there an actual amount of years? Like, honestly, like, project forward. Think I don't
3: about think it. so. Four, four years.
0: Yeah, I think four years is, might even be. I would say in three, I think they can pull it off, no question. Right. No, have, You don't know, have a Trump versus McMahon rematch where they both choose – uh, 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 they they and, and they kind of just ignore it. They're like the former president's here. He wants to take over wrestling, and they ignore. You know how people will forget the right? <coughs> It'll work. No qu- I think in
3: two years they might be able to get away with it. I mean, honestly, it, it, two weeks. He'll be in there. He'll be there this Mania. Right. Well, I can tell you
2: after what the it, inauguration. It won't happen until it can happen in front of like eighty thousand people because he's not going anywhere wow. unless there's a crowd. So right.
0: And also, the they're, they're ramp—they got to make sure it's at the proper yeah. angle. We know he's yeah. very slow down the ramp. They, they couldn't do it in Florida. You guys remember the WrestleMania 33 ramp? He couldn't make it. down. That was an 80-foot ramp. I don't think he could get down there. Imagine Trump doing that ramp walk—that <laughs> that, slow-ass ramp all the way down, his music playing. They a restart the fucking <laughs> hail the chief like 40 times over and over. <laughs> Oh, man. Anyway. All right. Let's talk about pro wrestling. I think we should start since we were talking about winners coming. I think we should start with winners coming. Um, Just do a couple predictions. We're not doing it like a proper pay-per-view prediction thread, but there's only two matches that are worthy of predicting, and that's Kenny versus Mox and the Battle Royale because that's for like the Diamond Ring. Those are the only matches that have actual like stakes. Um, there's just like exhibition. There's like you know Kazarian versus Jericho, which could be a fun, cool match, you know, stuff like that. But okay, let's start with this. Let's just start with Omega versus Moxley. Why not? Yeah. Do you guys think Kenny's gonna take the title off Mox tonight?
2: No. Shit, it's tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! Yeah, I'm man. like mentally thinking I have like five, four more days after this to watch this. And the winner of the actually- match will go on to face Drew
1: McIntyre. <laughs> McEnf- Drew McIntyre for the. W.
2: Um, I have a feeling that this is matches is, is n- we're not getting a winner tonight. I think something's going to happen. Schmaz? Yeah, I, I just, I don't, I feel like it's just all happening. Just like the turnaround is also way too quick for Kenny to win the title and the buildup doesn't feel right. Even though people are saying this is on Austin rock level, you know? I mean,
0: yeah, it's, it's also not like <laughs> Renee's not that pregnant yet. Yeah. Right. Like you, you have an opportunity to uh, do something yeah. really cool tonight. And Kenny taking the title off him, like, to, like I feel like these guys could just like, beat the shit out of each other. Where they gotta like some version of the the ref has to stop it because he's like, this has become not a match. And the, yeah. you're right. Well, the last yeah, time well,
3: they, was it that I don't know, or maybe the first time they went against each other. I mean, there was that, yeah, like, was that crazy glass table spot and like
0: through the barbed uh, wire, yeah, barbed wire
3: yeah, so they're. I think you're right. I think they're gonna. It's gonna get gross at some point. But like, I don't see Kenny winning because I mean, Kenny. You, this match is really. It's a guy Moxley who like yeah. confirmed fucks right, and that versus Kenny who is the world's biggest virgin. It's just yeah. the <laughs> is not That's on his, gimmick? his side. Yeah, it's not he's, not. he's not. He's a voluntarily celibate virgin. Oh man, <laughs> the energy's not there for. Him.
2: I can't believe it's fucking it, dude.
1: You didn't know? (laughs) Correct.
2: I got to
0: up the sound on that drop. Um, But yeah, so. It's very um, good. um, But yeah, yeah, so um, uh, I I mean, I think you have this amazing opportunity where it's on just a dynamite. It's free TV. So if you schmoz it up, no one's going to be upset. Right. right so why yeah. not what i would just do is double count out fight into the back then people start breaking them up they beat well, the shit out of those guys too like just that's not be like not happen. Well,
2: the only reason why that's not gonna happen is because kenny wants it to be a wrestling match so the tables and the things aren't gonna i don't think are gonna yeah but play moxley
0: moxley doesn't turn into one because kenny will start acting like an kenny will do the first move to make it not a wrestling match
2: right and then okay. mox
0: same thing they did with mjf remember uh, or i don't know they don't, they don't have have to go that way but like i mean something will happen to this, piss him off kenny will make this, it personal he'll do you know maybe they'll have renee there and he'll like this is know, like the closest kisser or something i don't know this is like an, <laughs> this is
2: like this could main event wrestle kingdom like if you think about it like if if these two guys were still if AEW didn't exist we'd probably be watching this at wrestle kingdom like this yeah, year that's this point. would be the this would be the main event for the title. Right. kenny versus, versus moxley and that's an honest opinion so the yeah. fact that we're getting it on a Wednesday night. Uh, It all feels too rushed. And it's funny because I always say that they drag all this shit out. But if you think about it, the journey for Omega to get here and where Mox has been, what he said about Mox is all over the magazines and stuff. So it's actually a long story and they've been telling it for a while. You know, yeah. and now we're here, but also it all just happened in like within a month,
0: right? So it feels <laughs> like we're all agreeing, no contest. You know, the th- I what what's the mistake I've always made? I always say it on here is that the mistake I make is thinking a pay per view matters, right? Mm-hmm. That's the mistake I think. Like that's the that's and 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 I won't care if it doesn't matter because I'm not paying for it. So they have this amazing opportunity. So I agree with you. I would say this is going to be a like a double count out, something schmozzy, like something that's not a – neither well, of these guys are going to win. And if and one Tony, guy wins, it's by DQ,
2: you know? Tony also said – Tony also said that he's willing to, like – Yeah, my boy Tony Khan. Not Big Tony Shane. Tony Khan. Uh, Big T. Tony, TK. TK in the house. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tony Khan said Jimmy that. He got the mm-hmm. approval from TNT to go yeah. overtime. So if the like the match ends at, doesn't end at ten, they're gonna Wait, go like.
0: Are you kidding me? They allowed them to push back to a fast five repack. Actually, Tony you think? They don't. Are, are they okay with starting fast five four minutes later? I don't know. <laughs> Almost had me. You never had me. You never had your car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's Toretto It's <laughs> Dominic Monaco! Toretto Oh my god He's coming He's bled over We bled, we bled into Fast Five
2: territory yeah. <laughs> so, Get, He up. whips his car up Into that little alleyway You know It's just like halting yeah. in In the fucking Camaro or Whatever it is
0: Oh my god It's <laughs> Paul
2: Walker
0: <laughs>
2: Oh
1: <laughs> Paul Walker's back
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Oh Anyway, guys. Uh wow. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah. So I think we all agree there. What do you guys think about this battle royale for the dynamite
2: ring? I mean, well, they just threw well, I, all these
0: guys into this match. It looks like.
2: Yeah, I, I think it, I, honestly, to me, I think it's just lame. You know, like I think it's yeah. they really just had a battle royale. I, I I said it. Why not use this as an opportunity for the women? Like, oh, this year the women get the ring. You know, and then. Give it to someone like Britt Baker. Imagine what Britt Baker could do with a like a sick diamond ring or something like that. And then there, there's but, only
0: there's 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 two outcomes for this match. Hangman. No, there's two outcomes for this match. It's just have MJF keep it, and then it's like he does anything to keep that ring, and it's like it's like that thing, or give it to Sammy, and then and then MJF is like so pissed that Sammy has his ring, right?
2: That's yeah. Yeah, damn, that's good. They're probably going to go inner circle drama with it.
0: Right, but there's I no think... other way to go with it. There's actually no oh, hang, other...
2: Hangman's hang the only other way.
0: What does Hangman do with it, though? What does that do? I
2: don't know. Cowboys always got their treasure that they're after, and that they once they have it, they like flaunt it. I think you should melt it down and make it into a belt buckle, but that's just my opinion.
0: Uh, I mean, I would... <laughs> Yeah, I would love if whoever gets it's always melting it down. (laughs) (laughs) I got no problem with that. Okay, so, all right, moving on to WWE stuff. Raw and SmackDown this week. Um, I thought they were both uh, okay shows. Had some really high moments, though, uh, which is what's been happening lately. I had this thought where I was like, man, like, you know, because I know we have a... We have, you know, wrestling, you know, goes in cycles, right? Like, this is kind of the downtime of wrestling in people's minds, you know? And and I get it. I get it. It's hard to watch wrestling all year long. We all always say wrestling should be in seasons, technically, you know. Um, but, man, there's the good shit is so good right now. And mm-hmm. I feel like I say it every year around this time, around the Survivor Series TLC, like, time, where I'm like, this is where, like, stuff happens that, it's where they book things that we don't that are stuff people want, but then they don't. It, they're matches and 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 opportunities that people want to see wrestlers get, but they happen now when people kind of dip out, right? And then people complain when it starts getting to Mania season when they start booking it more mainstream. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, just stick around at this time because, like right. on Raw this week, we got to see. Literally a match that was Matt Riddle uh, (laughs) versus Keith Lee versus AJ Styles, which is a match that you would never dream would happen, you know? Yeah. And it's amazing how quickly people write that off. We get to see that for a number one contender spot against Drew McIntyre for the title. And meanwhile, Drew McIntyre is the champion, which is a guy Mm -hmm. um, who beat Brock, you know? So it's like... Wrestling fans, you got. I got. We got to hold ourselves accountable here, which is like there is good shit happening, and it's on the oh, main yeah. roster. Um And, and yeah, it's amongst truly awful shit, like whatever Retribution's up to. I'm not even wasting any time talking about those idiots on this show, but right, like you're yeah. like that. That match was fucking killer,
3: right? Yeah, I was. I was thinking this the other week too. Okay? I know this is traditionally like the lull times, Daddy, but like. It, it, it's maybe one of the more memorable lull times that I can uh, uh, I mean, kind of fathom. Like, there's so much cool. I mean, how cool is like all of? We have said this before, but like all the like top card shit is just firing on all the cylinders. Yeah, but I, mean, I would I would I argue
0: that these are not. Uh, my argument is that these are never the lull times for maybe there for, aren't lull for times. the real fans. Right. You know, because like for not not for the real fans. That's pretentious. I don't like that. But like. For the true marks, and the marks we're watching all year long, they get frustrated by stuff we get that's predictable, formulaic, and, right. and driven by, you know, when Cena was around, it would be like, oh, here you, you know what's going to happen. It's all Roman. They push him back into the title picture. All wrestlers jammed down our throats. But I feel like interesting shit. Like, if you remember around this time, this is when, okay, this is kind of goes against the grain a little bit, but Brock got beat by Goldberg at Survivor Series like a couple years back. You know? Right. Um, like, that that was fucking cool. Um, that's like, uh, 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 yeah, so I don't know. And then those, I'd have to go look up exact examples, but also we get some cool matches when there's title shot uh, crossovers. You know, we got to see Brock Lesnar versus Daniel Bryan. Like, when will we see that match? Yeah. We, AJ versus Brock Lesnar. We got some really cool stuff at Survivor says. So I don't know. In my mind, uh, uh, when was like No Mercy? That No Mercy, we got to see... Roman Reigns versus uh, John Cena. Remember that in the Staples mm-hmm. Center. Yeah. Like there were there's some stuff. I, I know I'm naming like guys that are more mainstream. It's kind of going against my point, but I am saying that interesting booking <laughs> happens in these times between whatever Vince's vision is for WrestleMania season. You know. Yeah.
3: What I'm uh, wondering, what I'm wondering is uh, when you're gonna intro Tulo and I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my God! Oh man! Uh, yeah! Uh, it's Tulo and the nasty one, and uh, and and uh, Nancy Newman and this is the architect Nick Tulo on the show today. What's up? Guys? All I
2: wanted to do is get an intro so I can uh, show everybody my new Crocs. You know, I mean, game changer. Get yourself wow. a pair of Crocs. Beautiful uh, but brocks, leopard brocks? leopard yeah, yes, yeah. gorgeous. Shout out, shout out <laughs> to Kai, uh, uh, Kai, my my boy had him on in like one of his like Instagram posts. Right. I'm like, I need those fucking things right now. <laughs> I, literally, <laughs> I literally, bought that shit like immediately.
0: That's hilarious. Cha-ching. Sorry guys, sorry guys, sorry guys. Right, um, right, right. But anyway, I just think there's a lot of cool stuff. Like well, right now, you know, people are I, like, I, oh, I, I'm just saying, like people are gonna complain about the times right now, but. But I feel like AJ versus Drew. We've never seen that.
2: You yeah, know, I mean we we right. get it. We get it across. If you look at what what's going to be coming up, I mean, you can easily say every title actually has some kind of significant storyline going around it. I see titles hot. Sammy's doing a great right. job. Even the U.S. title will now going to get Riddle and Bobby Lashley. That for some reason I think that's going to be amazing. You got. Um, the tag team championships are their weakest points but you have very charismatic people holding them. So you have New Day and you have and you have Street Profits. So anytime they're on TV, it's almost like, wow, this is entertaining because it's four really charismatic dudes on TV. And then even the women, Sasha, you got Asuka, I mean Raw Raw the biggest thing is that Smackdown feels like more of a TV show and Raw is kind of like too long and doesn't know what the it's got yeah, like because no it's identity three whatsoever.
0: hours it's it becomes this weird variety it becomes a variety show yeah. right and that's and, you like know me. vince has said that that's what we do but raw with that extra hour it makes the show like yeah you, you know when you're watching it you're like all right is this filler should i stick around is something cool gonna happen like i can't even imagine if i was writing raw as as like the head writer not just like yeah. the segment writer where you're like the thing that comes before it to be like, people are gonna fucking turn off the TV before this awesome segment. Why not it fill just the happened, whole show yeah. with awesome segments? You know, I know it's like, sounds a little Seinfeld y, right? It's a little like, why not make the whole plane the black box? If it's the <laughs> only thing that survives, it's like, why not make it all good? You know, like, I, I get it. Like, I get that's what I'm saying, but I don't think it's that hard. Like, we all love wrestling so much. Right. It doesn't even have to be that good for us to think it's good, you know? Yeah. They just go out of their way to make it bad, you know? So you're like, when you put Retribution on there, and you've I was shurried just gonna say, them yeah. entirely, when they come on, I mean, if right. I'm some dude at home, and I'm watching, and, and you don't have to do this podcast, I might just be like, uh, I'm going to turn this on. I'll, I'll, I'll fast forward this. It's, like, it's, it's not worth their time, the well, whole they three would... hours.
3: They, I think, obviously, the thing that we love about wrestling is the theater aspect of it. But I think that uh, what we're seeing is, right, is that, like, we'll just talk about WWE because I think all wrestling right. obviously has this problem, too. But, like, WWE, they focus on the sort of archaic, like, uh, mechanics of, you know, does this person win or lose? And how does that make them look if other, you know, in the future for other matches? And then they have the story to kind of, like, make those chess pieces move around sure. rather than just writing interesting things about people who fight each other for a living. Yeah. And, and so it's, they're just still kind of not doing their own genre the best way. Which is funny because that's what I feel
2: like happens on kind of SmackDown in a way. It's like there, it's like, it just feels, and then, but then you get to raw and I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? What's right. going on here? It's like all over the place. It's like, it's scattered around, but in it is, like, a really scary fiend character and this whole, like, cinematic adventure that we're going on with it. And then there's this, like, really beefed-up man who is glorious-looking and sticking swords into the ground. So right. it's, like, where does this... Well, connect? I guess
0: you could make the argument that you can watch wrestling like a sporting event where a lot of times people will, like, watch Sports Center. But, like, it's kind of interesting. If I didn't do this podcast, I would listen to this podcast, and then watch the show, maybe. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I might I might be like, you know, but I also had a really interesting thing this week, like, where it just happened to be my schedule was light on Friday and Monday. Monday. So, I watched Raw and SmackDown Live, yeah. and mm-hmm. man, it's so funny. It's a lesson I'll always keep learning, is that it's so much more enjoyable to just put on, like... I I, a lot of times I'm catching up on wrestling. It's just because of the sheer
3: quantity levels, you know. That's what I do, right? Yeah, I I watch the first forty-five minutes, and then I start making dinner, and then I leave it on. And then by the time I'm done making dinner, I'll watch like the last like third. Of it (laughs) and then if I hear the fiends music I'll like pop in and like see what's going
0: on (laughs) Right but I'll never forget when I Was writing uh, um, On my wife's television show And I'd be on the road and I'd be like So grateful for the quantity Because I would just like had so much travel time and late night like rewrites where I was like, I need to like clear my brain or I would just have it on a mute in the background and just have wrestling. Record the pod. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. I record the pod with Tulo at four in the morning. It was unbelievable what I was up to. Um, But anyway, (laughs) that was wild. But anyway, so the point is, going back to our thing, the thesis of what's going on right now in wrestling is that the good stuff is great. And that's yes. what we're gonna talk about. And let's yeah. get mm-hmm. into it. Uh, even though I know Newman has a gripe with this, so let's lead with it. Randy versus Bray Wyatt, the fiend. We had Alexa Bliss lead off the show on Monday uh, in a pretty entertaining opening mo- segment. I just want to say I really like um, opening segments being promo. I know it's like it was the biggest complaint of against wrestling. I liked WWE for a long time as they would start. Like man, we come out and, and yes, it did get repetitive after a while, but like I do like kicking off the show. I like when it kicks off with the show, like, hey, here's here's what we're setting up for the show. So mm-hmm. I like when they do start with the segment personally. Uh I like that there's match they can kick off with a match also, but I'm saying, I don't know. It's I, I like it. Um and Randy came out and uh Alexa had her new moment of bliss set up. I like that they're adding to her character every week, like had that little doll in the table that was kind of creepy, you know? Yeah.
2: So yeah,
0: scary. Yeah. Um, I mean, no. Here's the but thing. But Bray. Well, I'll set up the thing. Is that yeah. so? Then Randy came out and he cut a promo. It's Randy's like acting right now. I think he's on a fucking a very high mm-hmm. level. Um, he seems very vested in what he's doing. He feels very like he's in the zone. It's kind of crazy. He lost the title and I'm kind of fine with it like I like Drew having the title especially with the AJ match coming up it's kind of weird even though he was on a, a roll but like Randy's just picked like it, this is the year of Randy losing and it not affecting him at all you know yeah. he's lost mm-hmm. a lot of big matches this year when you break it down Edge Keith Lee Drew Like all, he's lost like a lot of the big ones. So, but still came out looking amazing. And so, yeah, he comes out and he's like, "Oh, I gotta find Bray's weakness." And his weakness is like, "I think I found it. It's Alexa." He also connected uh, 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 connected with Bray because he was like, "Our um, what uh, uh, we have a lot in common." He said, "We have a lot in common, right?"
3: So, what what they have in common? What did he say again? He has he he that they're uh, they got a lot of pain. And that, but that he wears yeah, they his both on the hear outside voices. yeah and then he wears his on the inside so he can blend yes
0: in. which I thought was really great but then he I said I love Alexa Newman. saying the voices so yeah Newman uh, you had an opinion about uh, Alexa being
3: Bray's weakness yeah I mean I just think I mean here's the thing uh, preface this with everything that's happening is still A plus um, I just think that it makes maybe it's not the best choice maybe it's a little McMahon's razor to say oh, his weakness is this woman uh, who he, like, I guess is... Are we, are we to assume that he's into her or just wants to protect her? But oh, I don't know. Um, I don't think... So there's, like, that level, right? Where What's it's like, McMahon's course, Razor again? McMahon's Razor is uh, based on the, um, the principle in uh, logic called Occam's Razor, not to be confused with Occam and Razor, the authors of pain, <laughs> uh, that says that the most likely or the, most, the simplest explanation... Uh, is most likely the correct explanation, and so McMahon's razor is you know the least interesting idea is the most likely idea they're going to go with.
0: Um, <laughs> oh, that's so good. I love hearing yeah. you explain
3: it. I love the Occam <laughs> razor part that's why I
0: every time. Yeah, we're saying that. Uh, so.
3: So I think like so. There's that aspect of it where like I, I, it's a little lazy to have Alexa be the weakness of the fiend. Uh, then on top of that, I don't think the fiend needs a weakness or should have a weakness he can lose and it doesn't matter because he still changes you that's like kind of the way that he works um and bray like bray sweater bray he might have a weakness and it might be alexa for the reasons that they're kind of implying with the fiend but it just doesn't quite click for me that that she would be the weakness because not to go back on what i said before about like this archaic kind of mechanics about making people look right. like Versus not, but like, I think she should be more of a threat than just like a foil uh, in this situation and like a prop to like piss the fiend off because she's, I don't know, they could, they could use it to make her even more violent. I think,
0: right. I think, but this is like a really good, this is the zone that I wish this podcast could be in, meaning the writing, and it's a very low bar of the writing makes sense, but it's not your preference, right? right. You're like, it's, it's not bad writing. Right. Like, the because if you think about the origins of the Bray-Alexa uh, storyline, Alexa came out and then she, like, ru- like wiped his face and he was, like, felt weakness, right? He yeah. was like, what, what? What is this? I don't feel this normally. And you have these moments that make it make sense where it's like, yes, they don't have some, like, they haven't had some, like, long, uh, like, love affair or whatever it is, like, uh, right. some lo- some... I don't know what you call it. It's not like a romance or kinship, whatever it is. I don't know what their relationship is, but they've done enough that it makes sense where if they want to go this way, they can. You just, it, you don't like it. That right. That's good. Like, that's fine. That's like, Hey, that's like any show where you're like, right. like well, like you're <laughs> like, I didn't, I didn't like that choice. But most of the time wrestling is just like, it makes no
3: sense where I'll be like, all right, you're his weakness. But then the next week they drop it. You right. know? Oh like yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and that's a great point. And I think that like, it, it is like, you said it. it's a, It's an interesting, it's a choice, it's just not my preference, but at least it's a choice. Like it's, it's a deliberate story, like choice, which right. is what we don't get a lot.
2: Well, I, I think we've yet to determine what weakness actually means too. Is weakness a win-loss thing? Is weakness a destroying the fiend thing? Is weakness a vulnerability thing? What is weakness? Because clearly weakness is to him, he came out and wanted her back. I, I just don't, I'm like, all right, you know, I right, think so, that, so also, I, need I another way back. I don't
0: think that's what he did. Is that I think he was well, going to attack her. Randy, but what he did was he picked her up, so he couldn't get close. Right, right. So it was like, right. oh, now you're holding her. It's like the equivalent of like, you know, you hold someone, like the daughter, yeah, somebody's hostage. daughter hostage, and you're like, yeah, yeah. you can't arrest me, like he you know, killed. like right. it's like that. And he, so I and, thought that was kind of cool. But I and say Randy
2: if, is yeah, and Randy's also a guy that's been known to. It doesn't matter. Yeah. What happens? Like he can <laughs> he, Yeah, he also he also gave Beth Phoenix an RKO. So. Nice. Well he has IED,
0: so <laughs> yeah. intermittent right. explosive disorder. Um, right, right. which by the way, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go on YouTube, Google that right now. That is Randy's promo, which, it, for me, makes Randy the best. He has an actual diagnosed disorder in kayfabe called intermittent explosive disorder where he actually can't control himself. And you have to respect his disorder where he, ha- he can't control that he RKOs people out of nowhere. <laughs> hmm. It's like he's actually – Randy in kayfabe is mentally ill, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah, I'm looking <laughs> at right now. Randy Orton on WWE.com. Randy yeah. Orton and IED, the facts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, admitted that he suffers from intermittent explosive disorder.
0: Yeah, it's one of the greatest promos. he's apologizing, he's like, sorry, I have an affliction. You know wow.
3: an affliction and not just his t shirt.
0: No, he's the only guy who wears affliction in a way a t shirts that makes sense. Yeah. It's actually a, it's a he diagnosis. Wears, he
3: wears his affliction on his on his sleeve, but <laughs> <literally>.
0: <laughs> his
1: slither on his sleeve.
0: <laughs> oh god, Randy's the fucking best. He's like walking new metal, he's so good. Um <laughs> Um but yo, so uh but the thing about the thing about Bray's weakness. If you want to get if you want to get the writing to be even slicker, we were texting about this, is that we already have Bray's weakness. Bray's weakness is his losses as Fedora Bray. It's right. his it's his failures as Fedora Bray, mm-hmm. a character that he believed was like he, he believed that he deserved more. He was underappreciated, and these are all the guys who beat him when he was that character. So you kind of have that already, right. and you're like. That feels like a
3: really interesting way to go for Randy. Um, yeah, he should come out with that that in a rocking like, come out in a rocking chair, like instead of he'll sit down, he kicks Alexa Bliss's chair out of the way. He grabs a rocking chair and he sits in it for the interview. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. So
0: I think that that you know anyway that'll be interesting. Do you think we this leads to a cinematic match? I think so. I think definitely right. Yeah, yeah I
2: think they want to produce the shit out of this.
0: You think they do? a uh, Randy has, Randy again? Has,
2: a rematch? Some, something, but uh, Randy's Randy's been on a groove with those produced matches. Remember the greatest wrestling ever? The greatest ma- wrestling match ever was a produced match too. In the performance um, center, right? So I, I can see it. I think I think it's time. We haven't gotten one in a while too, since the Swamp match with uh, Braun, right? So yeah,
3: I think I think the interest. What I'm as a mark, what I'm kind of keyed in on is um, what the fiend does now or what alexis does now to show randy that they know what his weakness is too. Mm-hmm. Like how deep and dark they're willing to go to say no 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 you're not the scary one here. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, cuz i think randy should be the first guy to maybe get in in fiend, like fuck with fiend. And yeah, i think that's yeah. where they're heading.
3: Like we should not under oh god, is it randy? So awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he's really great and, I, and two years ago I would have I would have fought you on that but I mean this year has just been, he's
2: been undeniable
3: super- yeah, yeah I mean well, you well that's because you were not
0: uh, sympathetic to his disorder no, did I didn't know I didn't <laughs> yeah.
3: realize I was being, uh, ableist I didn't realize
0: yeah uh, so we'll see where that goes I think that's gonna be fun we'll see them do something probably at, at they're gonna do something at TLC right with the two of them. That should be pretty fucking cool. That pay-per-view is shaping it, shape it up nice. Let's talk about... A- we briefly touched on AJ Styles versus Drew McIntyre, but, uh, man, can you not wait to see that fucking match? <laughs> yeah.
2: uh, right. I mean, I two mean- guys at the top of their game again. I mean, it's like AJ's doing all of a sudden doing incredible work out of nowhere. He is constantly reinventing himself like but in like not reinventing himself but finding new ways to be himself like it's, it's so crazy now he's gonna be he's got this he's got amos next to him this huge seven foot five guy and he's getting carried out like a little kid screaming and yelling and like manipulating a plan because he knows he probably can't be drew so he's trying to get miz to cash in a win because he knows yeah. he could be miz it's yeah. like what is going on aj you're a man dude and like, i normally always.
3: i normally hate the like sort of wrestling trope of like little wrestler with the big bodyguard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's working so well and it's so I think, funny. Because it's so drastic. <laughs> it is. Like he yeah. is so He's big. like literally he's
0: towers like, over
2: everybody.
0: Literally
3: two feet taller. Yeah. Like two full. More. Feet yeah. <laughs> he's, like a foot, he's like a foot taller than Braun Strowman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, that guy's huge. Yeah. It's um, gigantic. Yeah, but also, and Drew's big, too, so it's kind of interesting how that's going to factor in. And AJ, um, you know, the only thing I'll say about AJ, like, the, if you think about it, the Survivor Series run, it was like, yeah, he's funny. It's like, I really don't need AJ to be funny at all. Like, yeah. I need him to be, like, phenomenal. Like, it's yeah. kind of like a reminder to how good he was this week. I almost forgot for a second that he's the the best wrestler in the world. Yeah, yeah, Still yeah. in his 40s. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, so it's kind of like, you know, it's it, 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 it's like I just want to see him and Drew. Like, I mean, think about what we're going to see. We're clearly going to see a phenomenal forearm into a claymore, right?
3: Oh
1: like, my I mean, that's God. gonna be
0: insane, you know. <laughs>
3: he's gonna do like six backflips to sell it.
0: Yeah, Uh it's gonna be really, yeah, that's gonna be Damn. really fun. And He's gonna the get it carried is- out. <laughs>
2: He's gonna kick his head right off, yeah, and then Amos is gonna carry him out in his in his uh, in his arms like a little child. Has AJ wrestled a guy
0: one on one that big, uh, Brock, right? Yeah, Cena. Like Brock, but I think
3: uh, Drew is not is big,
0: but not like
2: Drew's huge, right? Yeah, AJ's the best man.
0: Yeah, but Drew, Drew, AJ standing there for you know is gonna. Like, that's a huge size differential. AJ, has, has AJ wrestled? That, he, he doesn't look that bad next to Roman. Roman's kind of like not. There's just some of these guys, it's not really about height even. It's just kind of like total mess. Have we seen AJ versus Braun one-on-one?
3: I feel like we have.
2: Yeah, I feel like we have too. <laughs> we had to have, right? You know, I don't know. I anyway. just, I just, I love that match just because even with Riddle and Lee, they both, like, after that match was over, it's, it's like they both had, like, little segments after. You know, Riddle's right. going to do his thing. And then Keith Lee's, I mean, Keith looked awesome in that match, too. And, like, he's clearly playing his part. They're going all strength with him and how impactful all of his things look. Like, he's not doing a single solitary move that's not getting you to go, oh, damn. Like, every single time.
0: Yeah. Also, a Keith, they seem to get Keith Lee, if you go on WWE's Instagram, like, they had a whole thing being like, what's your favorite Keith Lee move? Like They're giving him a big documentary that yeah. looks really cool. Uh, they're, they're going all in on Keith, um,
2: which is very I have cool. The thing for, I have the thing for him. What? Put Keith Lee in the Hurt Business. Suit him up. MVP is now the leader. He doesn't wrestle. Keith is the, the main event title guy. You got Bobby as the United States, and you have Shelton and Cedric, and even put Ricochet in there. I don't give a fuck. Have him go for all the I mean, titles. Too low.
0: Is it weird to just throw every black guy in the same stable? Clearly,
2: but that's what they're doing. Why? So, how is it weird? It, it, for is, me to it do is. It is what they're doing. It
0: is what they're they, doing. It's they just, did a
2: whole promo about the Nation of Domination. They had the whole thing. Right. Like they, they, they said this is what they're doing. So you know what, Keith Lee, that is the perfect place for him. He's got MVP as his mouthpiece. The guy isn't is all he does. His business is hurting, right. right? I mean, he can't. And if he put him in a suit and gave him some dope black and gold gear. I mean, he's missing identity. He's missing whatever it is. He'd be it, 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 perfect. A,
0: I, I think I know what you're saying. I think what you're saying is like, I, I didn't mean to like throw you under the bus there. I just mean like, no, no, uh, no, no, I, no. I, I think what it is, yeah. is it's like, you, I think the underlying point is that like, the Hurt Business is say, similar to New Day. feels like WWE struggles to write for the black performers, you know, yeah. At like, so when they kind of do their own thing, and like show the show the writers like here's what you should do for us. It succeeds, which is you know which and it is one hundred percent
2: what they're the, doing because you could tell MVP has like almost probably seventy five percent total creative control there. Like you, he's I feel like most of the time he's like free right. like freestyling it a little bit, you know.
3: And I don't know if I asked this on this pod before, on the pod before, but is. Has mVP always been this good, or is this a new thing for him? no, no
0: MVP has always been pretty good on the mic yeah. uh I never was like a huge fan of his like when he was you know first you know back in the like I don't know when was he around like he was around like oh five you know oh, like when I was oh uh, six I, I I was watching when I remember when MVP showed up uh uh but he had he had a cool gimmick like he's his, his gimmick' MVP he was like literally like his gimmick was like
2: oh I.
0: <laughs> a very valuable sports player right you know like a, the biggest free agent in sports yeah. and like his son, he came out with like you know the in in football like those the blow up tunnel he used to come yeah. out with that and like it all looked awesome you know yeah uh I, but i don't I like how he kind of let it
2: go this seems like he's in his best zone right now yeah and i like how he kind of has made the u.s title his own you know like even though it's on bobby But, like, he redesigned it. That was what he was, like, popular for having back in the day. So, like, I think it's only a good place for wrestlers who are especially, like, in a weird zone for them to be. Like, retribution, no. Hurt business, yes. (laughs) Right. What's uh,
0: uh, a – two sidebars before we talk about Roman K.O., but uh, what is Carmella's gimmick? This untouchable thing, what is it? Almost to me is like a little too undefined, right?
2: It's down, it's down the, it's down the uh, road of she started like, she's telling the story how she became champion and then she lost it. And then she started doing everything that everybody wanted her to do, which is dance and do the whole thing, but realized that that wasn't her. And now she has to be herself, which is like this goddess, I guess, untouchable. That's what I got out of it. I mean, it's, I mean, it's a great counter to Sasha because they, I mean, wow, 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 wow! Look, both of them look insane. Like, I, I'm if this is a match at TLC, two really a, well.
0: trying to get this catchphrase over his wow, 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 <laughs> I
2: mean, wow, wow, wow,
0: whoa, whoa, wow, whoa. wow, Stop the clock! It's like uh, on Howard. Uh, on, on, on. Whoa, wow, 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 wow. Yeah, yeah. It for the for the Howard I mean, fans you know what I'm talking the- about. Whoa, whoa, this whoa! The Stop of- the clock.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of thing I'm in for the pageantry, you know, more than anything like. I mean, they're going to look I, I, all their gear is going to look amazing.
0: I'm interested to see where like, she goes with that. I just wish she she cut that promo and it was like a little generic, I used to be a good guy, now I'm a bad guy cuz I hate you guys. Well, and-
2: I mean, that shit with Sasha coming in from the back and putting her hand out, you got the boss on the rings. That that moment was I thought it was a like a, awesome. a classic perfect backstage segment, like really well done. Whoever wrote that cheers to you cuz that I like popped when I saw that champagne glass come in I was like hell yeah here we go I think that was like,
0: awesome and I think Sasha I'm really I'm excited for the feud between the two of them I just that I'm actually just pointing out my one thing which is like I want a little more clarity from Car- Carmela and I hope we get it
2: I know? think that yeah I mean we have until we have like 3 weeks until TLC so I'm hoping that it's less wrestling for them and and just building up promo wise and you know all that kind of stuff all right, I'm going to
0: randomly jump over to AW for a second. Too low. Pre- I got a little present for you. Okay,
2: ready? Oh, yeah. Hold on. Hold on, huh? Hold, hold on. It's the last of the, last the last true hybrids. I got it. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: this is Angelico. I don't know, what are they called? Like HN2? Yo, with a hybrid 2, bro. (laughs) Whatever they're called. And uh, it was in my notes from last week, and I want to just address it here on the main pod because this is the kind of nuance we get into here. So, Edge, uh, you wrote, does anything annoy you on, on the Facebook group? You said, does anything annoy you guys more than Angelico's, the way he enters? It, enters And it was in my notes, hilariously, as something that I fucking love. Um, <laughs> and it is, but I agree with you, it does irk me. Like, yeah. it is, but I think it's proper heel heat. This dude, Angelico, comes out and does the most annoying Fucking Euro trash.
2: what is that casual. You're, and you're like, you're like
0: fuck this guy. I would never be friends with this fucking guy. Yeah. He's got his abs out. He's like a hot dude, also. He kind of looks exactly like Fandango, right? Um and he, he like
2: comes, he lets his like little robe thing drape off of him as he's doing like a shimmy yeah. dance
3: move. Yeah. yeah. He's his his he strikes me as like with that that whole vibe is like the guy who like is still kind of, like, rolling at, like, 6 a.m. because he did coke <laughs> and didn't tell anybody else that he was doing coke. Like, right. for like, three hours into his trip, he did some coke, and then, like, he's still kind of vibing, and everyone else yeah. is like, I need a fucking, I need a Coming
2: into sack. the next rave, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, and also, by the way, yeah. both of those guys can
2: go, you know? Um, they're both well, botches in their matches always, though. It feels like well, it's just Jack- too much.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay, but I think that's also kind of it. Also, kind of that also kind of plays into heel heat. Listen, what yeah. I'm saying is that like, I call them Euro Trash, and I want to give Euro Trash was the name of a, a comedy wrestling uh, tag team. This these guys used to do at UCBW back in the day. Uh, <laughs> UCB, I, I forget who did it, but I wish I'd give them credit. But like, I, I wish these guys had a little more clarity of character with it. But that yeah. that that is a good. I just wanted to point out, like I love every time he does it, I pop for it. You know, it's well, a like great I said, commitment.
2: It's, you know, I wish it was like less of a prop of a thing that he did when he came out. Like you know, like perfect. You know who they remind me of? Oh, I know everybody gets so upset when you compare AEW to a WWE thing. But they remind me of Grandmaster Sexy and Scotty Too Hottie. Like that. <laughs> yeah. That is them when they came out. You were just, uh, even though it was fun, they're like the opposite of it. I'm like, oh, these guys are just like such douchebags, like the way they dance it. But they need to incorporate that shit. Yeah. Uh, is that too cool? Yeah. yeah. Hey. Hey. Like they were an annoying fun. Like, yeah. This is crazy.
1: Oh, uh, yeah.
0: By the way, if you didn't notice Angelico's walkout, or you just kind of like it didn't fit, now you will never not see it. You will always. Now you'll never not see it. Yes. Now always... not see it. <laughs> and now that I bet you're going to get excited to see it. But I think they're about to feud with the Bucks, right?
2: Uh, it seems, uh, no, they're, uh, yeah, they might yeah, be, I think yeah, because
0: they Because they're probably going to lose to the Bucks. They're like a good, Spot they're good test. guys to feed to the Bucks. you know what I mean? Anyway, yeah. uh, uh, guys, keep that, we'll talk more about that later on the Zoom call. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Become a patron, patreon.com. Give this podcast a couple bucks if you're digging it, come on. Don't be a jerk for once. Mm. Okay, let's talk about um, Roman versus KO, where it looks like we're getting. Um, so if you look at those three feuds, Uh, those four feuds, Randy versus Bray, AJ versus Drew, Roman versus Kevin Owens, Carmella versus Sasha. A lot of cool stuff brewing. A lot of cool stuff brewing in this time of year. Uh, I I don't want to hear people complaining that WWE sucks. Uh, I'd even even stretch it. But some of it's really good.
2: Bailey and uh, the EST, Bianca Belair, feud in two. That's going to be a dope match as well.
0: That's in my notes, which I've shared mm-hmm. with you for this episode. I said, let's make this oh. work, was my note. I said, let's make <laughs> this work. I would want to see a women's feud, a women's grudge feud, not for the title, that gets proper mm-hmm. airtime and gets people engaged.
2: Let's do it. Yep. Like- uh, outside of NXT, it usually doesn't exist anywhere else because they don't even know what to fucking do on Raw that they have to include Asuka into the tag team title picture, which... The women's tag team titles should just go to NXT because that's the only place where they'll ever be successfully used. They're, they're just a waste on Raw and SmackDown. There's no Big women's time. tag division in NXT, right? No, but they can easily make one. Like, no problem.
0: Okay. Uh, but, yeah, anyway, Kevin Owens. So, a lot of people shared me. I think the main thing to talk about is the show. There was some really – the way it's booked, uh, this Roaming KO feud, they're not just, you know, they're not just recklessly – This is not KO winning a tournament and now he's wrestling Roman Reigns. No. This is KO having a fundamental problem with how Roman Reigns runs his family Mm -hmm. coming from a family man. Um, He does not like the way that he's treating Jey Uso. Uh, And... It's gotten personal. Even Roman tweeted out, you should have made this about the title, not about my family. Now you're fucking dead, you know? (laughs) Um, And uh, it's kind of cool because it feels like Kevin Owens is standing up for what he believes in, but he feels like they're properly booking Kevin Owens for the first time as the every family man. This is the thing that I thought we were getting for him when he came back, when he was cutting those promos in the bowling alley, you know? Mm -hmm. And he's a baby face, and he's getting fed to Roman, and... It almost feels like one of us fighting Roman Reigns, like the unstoppable guy, you know. And it's feels like exactly what you should be doing with Kevin
2: Owens. Where are you guys at? I think it just reminded me of why Kevin Owens is one of my guys. Why he's one of the best wrestlers in the world. Why he can't. I mean, I mean, there's no the guys on. The, I always say it. Uh, if I've said it once, I've said it a million times. Kevin Owens is a legit national treasure. We like. We don't deserve him in WWE because he's that much better than it, honestly. like seems like
0: you're a little stupid, but you're actually really stupid. Oh, so, I mean, I was,
2: Kevin, he just the, gave you a compliment. Come on. The minutiae of the grays in his beard and, like, you know, like just things that are from top to bottom. The guy Wait, is like – You're giving him credit for his his beard? Ahead, letting Greg. the gray I think letting the gray grow out shows a, yeah. a new side of him I think there's a lot of little details about people constantly bringing up his past and him not being able to trust himself because people don't like no one ever trusted him this is a whole complex of Kevin Owens and it's fucking the be- I think the best version we've ever had of him yeah. honestly
0: you know I kind of had a vision a, a thought about KO where I was like they tried to feed us like kind of like Randy Orton 2.0 with Kevin Owens for a long time where it's like he can't like control himself, you know. Mm-hmm. He kind of had like the blank stare in his eyes. Cause he would like power bomb people and be like, oh, I didn't. I don't know why I did that." And like that does work, but it's tough to pull off when Randy Orton exists, you know, mm-hmm. uh, um, because it feels so much more natural from him. So Kevin Owens really does work as a babyface uh, in the way of like just being the like the the everyman. And I I hope they can I hope they can get it get it over here and like. Family is really the key with with Kevin Owens here because, like, you have Jay Uso who's getting Fredo'd out by uh Roman, where he's like straight up like and they're doing it every week. I called it out, I said, Are they I, 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 when I yeah. saw sneaking suspicion of it, I was like, I think they're doing a Fredo thing with Jay, and then they're doing it like this week. Jay he, Roman retained his title or whatever, he beat Drew McIntyre at Survivor Series, Jay helped him out. And he's like, "Yo, I helped you out, like, right?" Same thing as that moment where Fredo. uh, Wait, what are you saying? What are you saying? I'm I'm, I'm making the point. Jay can't do it right. He's always kind of doing it wrong. He doesn't. He doesn't totally get it.
2: I would say almost less Fredo, more Christopher to Tony. You know, like uh, I think it's more like, you know, Tony. Tony's the bigger guy. He's the head of the table. Christopher is now like off his rocker. He's off his edge. It's the same metaphor. I think. Yeah, Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I never got, like, I always thought Fredo was just more of, like, a little bitch. You know, like, I'm not yeah. getting that from Jay. Jay's a tough dude. No, and, like,
0: I, 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 if never I got think that.
2: gun to the head,
0: I think that the Fredo comparison's way more cartoony, and it's way yeah, more yeah, of a goof, and I think there's still room for Fredo, but Christopher, Christopher Moltisanti, mean, by the way, we're talking about, he went Sopranos. I, yeah. And so, I, I think exactly. Christopher's trying I, to make was, money his own way, and, and it's kind of, like, not the right way. Yeah.
2: This doesn't get over without Jay Uso. I'm sorry, but like, uh, like honestly, like none of this Roman heel stuff really gets to the point where it is now without Jay. If it, Jay's not there or Jimmy, whatever, like however they wanted to do it, like this guy is absolutely killing it, and he's like makes it all believe. It's legit, perfect television. Like he
0: can't no, beat it. Tulo, this is this is this is part of Tulo's uh, brilliance, his broken brilliance here. Uh is. They should, they should Fredo Jimmy. They Christopher J and Fredo yeah. <laughs> Jimmy. Jimmy should be like a total fuck up, blowing yeah. the family's money. He should be like trying to bang every diva. <laughs> no, I don't know, whatever. That's, I'm putting it, the reason well, I did that is because I'm putting it back in Godfather times, a more misogynistic time, you know?
2: Well, um, they have a very interesting thing where Jimmy and Naomi, right? So it's like, Jimmy's going to have to fall in line. Now you have Naomi telling him not to. And now Jimmy's going to have to convince Naomi to fall in line too. Bring everybody into the mix. Like, we've been talking about it. But don't do it too quick. Go down the line. Because I honestly think the match of the year would be Jimmy versus Jay. Like, because they have to do it. And then Jay beats Jimmy and has to convince him that now – Like, that's the convincing fact. With Roman watching
0: in like a fucking – in like a fucking yeah, in like a uh, fucking th- like a, throne. Like a suit. yeah yeah like from the skybox i mean, shots dude. of him in the skybox right yeah
1: we yeah, need be...
0: Roman in a skybox so, yeah. oh. so bad so <laughs> bad
3: oh god oh Paul, Paul, they... Paul with... has too much too many like little hors d'oeuvres hors d'oeuvres <laughs> yeah put those back not for, they're not for you <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, well, that's something Skyler nailed in his. Uh, well, let's just call it a promo. Um, Skylar Aston's promo in the beginning of the show is he did say which, and I have pointed it out before, is that Roman is succeeding, not because of Paul. You know, yeah, he's yeah. succeeding with Paul, and it's it it's kind of amazing. He almost doesn't need Paul. Congrats to Romans. I mean, he's fucking killing it. All right, I got two more subjects I want to bring up and then we'll move <laughs> on here cuz we have to record another podcast and later today. We have yeah. to watch more wrestling and then record again. <laughs> I'd still um, have to finish NXT. Jesus. Okay. Um but uh, I want uh we talked we briefly touched on Sami Zayn and he's got a feud with Big E. We'll see where that goes. That sounds really cool. Uh more really exciting for Zayn. It is interesting. They are pushing Zayn. It's the second time we're seeing a progressive person as a heel character in WWE, which I really want to point out.
2: And the irony is that Daniel (laughs) Bryan was the other one. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Daniel Bryan was talking about saving the planet and getting booed. Right. Yeah. And he was telling people hot dogs are bad for you getting booed. Which, by the way, is a representation of our society. Like, uh, Michelle Obama was trying to get people to not, kids to not be obese. And people were like, stop telling us what to eat, fucking Michelle Obama. Remember, like, they, they, they labeled her as, like, uh, pretentious and blah, blah, blah for, like, trying to get people to understand health, you know? And so it is, it is a reality. This is kind of heel, but it is confusing to me because they called him, like, a conspiracy theorist, Sami Zayn, right?
2: No, he's call He's saying that that's what they're making him out to be. Like there's some WWE is out against him, oh. so that's why he's doing all these things and these maniacal heel things to win is because they he truly believes that they don't want him to win. Ah, oh. like, okay. So yeah, it makes more sense. And- so like he's calling them out for being like the evil doers, you know. But in reality, he really is. Like it's amazing, and he, he keeps focusing on time, like. He, 10 seconds, he beat, he beat yeah. Shelton Benjamin in, oh, not Shelton Benjamin, I'm sorry. He beat Apollo Crews in 10, 10 minutes and then, uh, 10 seconds. Oh, he lost and then him. it only took him three to beat Daniel Bryan. So now here's a little tidbit, real quick history note. I, I learned this. Big E used to, when he's in NXT he the, five debut, the five count, he did the five seconds. And like he, in his promo, he was like five. And he's like, you know how, how, how that used to go. And then counted the 10. So I'm like, I'm all into what Sammy's doing. You want doing. some Signer like, math? And I think he's actually, <laughs> in a unique way, he's really made that IC title like awesome again. Like, I'm, doesn't I'm it invest- suck
0: how bad that title looks. Like, I think that's my problem. I like with, it. It, I, listen, I don't hate the design, but it's so fucking like forgettable. It literally like color wise. Blends into like the TV. Yeah, it doesn't like the other one. Like was like, oh, that's the icy title. It was like way it's not more gold
2: spec- enough, or like silvery and yeah, it had it like the white like,
0: strap. It felt like it matched. <laughs> like it's kind of like the title looks so unimportant in a weird way, even yeah. though it's no, a I nice
2: design. You know, Um yeah. I Big think e- if Biggie was to win it, it would look amazing on Biggie. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, I mean, I mean Biggie's fucking awesome-looking dude. You know, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. So anyway, I but it's like he got to call out Thanksgiving, which I thought that was like oh, I kind of like applauded WWE for like yeah. him calling, it, being like this holiday's fucked up because because Sammy's a Canadian, you know, and yeah, yeah. he really believes this shit. Like that's very authentic for him. He goes yeah. like his com- comments against America are like probably make McMahon puke. I mean, you know, uh, Sammy's not even allowed to wrestle in Saudi Arabia. So, um, he's not even allowed to enter Saudi Arabia
3: uh, because he's that Syrian, has to do right? With, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jewish, right? Isn't he a Jew? No, I think well, he's Muslim. No, no, right? he's Muslim. That's right, yeah, yeah. But it's because he's Syrian specifically. You're right. Yeah. You're so you're right. like, he actually, so it's like, this is a really
0: nice job of WWE finding what's interesting about a guy and, and bringing their real persona into wrestling and that perfect, like, Work shoot stuff for Sammy. Um, him dressing like fucking Castro. It's really good.
3: Yeah. yeah. Sammy
0: is killing it.
3: Killing it. And for me, though, it's like, it's, it's, I actually, to tie this back a couple steps to Angelico, right? Where it's like when a heel does something that. Don't he say it. Knows I'll have to play it. That he knows is going to like piss people off, right? <laughs> I have to wonder with someone like Angelico, is he doing that walk? because he's thinking, oh, this is like a corny way to walk and it's going to make people mad? Or does he genuinely think, I'm walking cool, right? And he just doesn't understand. Yeah, the fact that you don't know is really good. Right. (laughs) Okay. But then with Sammy, though, it's like he's dressing like Castro because he knows that it's going to piss off the people that he wants to piss off. Yeah. The imagery. He's using it uh, intentionally on purpose.
0: I agree. It's fucking cool. Something awesome about the hell of a kick being his finish also feels like a big military boot to the face. Like, that that also kind of fucking works, right?
2: Yeah. I mean, that match versus Daniel Bryan was that brain buster on the outside of the apron was fucking insane. And this is a guy, this is, I mean, Daniel Bryan was retired for like brain injuries. Like, yeah. And he's just taking all the spots against his head again. Like, it's insane. I agree. Danny Bryan's uh, hair looks awesome too. But I would assume that Roman's going to beat Kevin, and then we're going to get Kevin versus Sammy, like a feud from probably Rumble to Mania, right? I mean,
1: it has to happen. The, like, see, that's
0: a sm- that's 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 really ladder
2: nice. ladder
0: match at WrestleMania uh, ladder
3: match.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. Whoa guys.
0: <laughs> also, if I'm wbi I let those guys do pile drivers. Just let them do an indie yeah. style match and open the mm-hmm. show with a ladder. Let them do package power drivers. Just like guys, do what you did on the indie. Apron bomb, open, tear everything. the house down, tear right, the house down. Do that. Okay, last thing I want to bring up before we go. Um, I want to just talk about Alistair Black and yeah. the la- the lack of Alistair Black. Alistair Lack. Um, yeah. Alistair Lack. <laughs> yeah, that would be if we did. If this was like PTI, right? That's what it'd be in the sidebar. Um, I
2: gotta, got a feeling. I know what's going on.
0: Well, um, okay. Well, we'll we'll go to that in a second. Cause, cause I'll read. You know, I oh. Oh, yeah. A little bit you of knew was coming, sheet. folks. I hit the sheet for coming. this. And the reason I hit the sheets for this, I try to avoid the dirt sheets, but I was like, "Where's Alistair?" And I got really curious because his wife was fired from WB, and I would heard this. And take this with a grain of Meltzer. Um, this is where we need Aaron, because he goes. Uh, there was a, okay, so I'll read this. This is Alistair Black. Uh, this is what Dave Meltzer said about Alistair Black. Um, so basically, he's saying that they don't have a storyline for him right now. Um, they don't have a story, so they're just keeping him off TV. They don't know what to do to do with him but also he was saying that there was a point when alistair black was considered as one of the names that would go against brock at wrestlemania 36 the other name was drew mcintyre everyone else who was involved in the decision making process voted for mcintyre when it came down to who should beat lesnar who was leaving after mania the two choices who was leaving after mania the two choices in hayman's eyes were drew mcintyre and alistair black although mcintyre got the main event not Heyman intended to protect black and book him like a top flight star after Wrestlemania um, and I don't know what happened is Heyman not the writer anymore I don't follow any of that yeah. shit because it's so fucking boring but um, I don't care who's the <laughs> head writer the head writer of the show is name is Vince McMahon um, he does everything if you're the writer there it means you agree with him if you don't you get fired seems to be what the pattern is I don't care um, but yeah, now they know what to do. After You know, it's interesting because Astro Black feels like the easiest guy to get over to me. I don't I don't yeah, know so what easy. the thought process was. You guys think about his he had a few to KO. They threw an eye patch on him for no fucking reason. Um, he nothing they've done with they've set this guy up for such failure. Um, but it's crazy they would just like have him wrestle Brock Lesnar without establishing him at all. Like, Drew, you can really do that with. By the way, Drew is crazy established. Drew's Mm -hmm. story is so good, you know? Um, And by the way, Rhea has a really cool story also similar to that where she could be like, Mm -hmm. I went to fight Charlotte. It was supposed to be my big moment. COVID happened. I lost. So, Rhea's actually set up nicely in a very similar way. But, like, Alistair... Come on, like, sell him, us to him as the dark overlord. How this kick fucking knocks you into an abyss. Like, you need to take 10 weeks off after this kick. You're never the same after that. Before Dude. you going to throw him at Brock
2: Lesnar? Like, of course everyone Dude. voted for Drew. Like,
0: he's he's nothing, you know? Just
2: think about think about the last time we saw, his like, one of his entrances where he's stalking to the ring, grabs the rope, he walks in, he flips over, he does his thing. It's like... That was, like, the most exciting thing about wrestling. Yeah, the guy would do gone. a backflip into uh,
0: to sit cross a leg. forward
2: roll. Yeah, like, same thing with Ricochet. It's like, I, we saw Ricochet's uh, entrance for the first time in, like, months on Raw. And he's been on Raw every week. I feel like we haven't seen a Ricochet. I was like, this shit was the best. When this guy's music used to hit, you were, like, in awe of right. both these guys. And it's just like, you can't figure out how to write for them. But like, see, Ricochet's I wanna...
0: a little trickier because Ricochet doesn't have this, like, character. Like, you had a guy successfully rising mm-hmm. from the graze, grave, satanic gimmick. Um, you can play this sound of, like, that. You have uh, Undertaker leaving. You have this kind of gray area. You know, I mean, I, I don't yeah. want to step on Newman's amazing spooky boy versus biker thing, but you have a guy pulling off the gray area where yeah. you could add a supernatural element where his kick has hurts you, you know? Um, in in a way that's more than just the actual force of the kick. It's more than that. There's there's an element to it where the tombstone. Same thing. It, that's like, yeah. You no, know, metaphorically, the tombstone is you falling into your grave and right. Die. Like, you literally lay yeah. in like you're in a coffin. You're dead. So it's like you're not even really thinking about the move. You're more God. thinking about the symbolism of being dead from it. So you're like, you have so much with Alistair. They set this guy up as such failure, and then. Like Vince is just gonna be like, yeah, let's let's have him win the Rumble. He'll get shinsuke You think that the, the, even if even if Vince thought he would let Alistair Black beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania the day of mid match, even he would be like, all right, I'll Brock all over. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. there's no fucking chance because he didn't right. make him cool. The audience right. isn't gonna pop for him, you know. So anyway. I think I think
3: Alistair is getting uh, Dean Ambrose a little, and I think where you have a guy who has.
1: He uh, has an idea recall.
3: as to what he thinks is cool and what he wants to do. And That's he's trying recall. his best to get that through while you have McMahon being like, Oh, you're a devil guy. You're, you're, this is what you are. It's great. And and he's trying. And so he's fighting through that, like the Dean Ambrose barrier. I want you right. to knock on my door and pick a fight. So stupid. Me. No, it's, it's like,
0: stupid. like, you don't yeah, want this only guy guy to answer. talk about fighting. That's yeah, not I what you want from a from a from a dude who's that like that. He's not. There's he doesn't fight.
2: He goes to battle. Answer. He goes to war. Right? There's only one answer. Yeah. He needs to go to NXT. Him and put Shinsuke. Him in, put right him in her. Back to NXT. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put Alistair. But actually, you know what? Honestly.
0: Oh my god! And they took away his amazing song. Yeah. Oh my god! Because Did he you, got I B
3: for CFOs.
0: Oh, yeah. By the way, I want to just say this, is that Zelina Vega has, yeah. well, who cares? Uh, WB has enough money to pay for the song that's awesome, you know? Right. Even if CFO is gone. Um, no, Zelina Vega I mean, had a, a, a two things we said, that she spoke with the head of SAG, and then she tweeted something out that said, I just had an amazing phone call.
2: Yeah, and, like, and with, Renee, Renee liked it.
0: Interesting. I um. You, you, guys have, would be, you guys have an ambulance match? Someone have an ambulance Zel- match?
2: No, Zelina would be perfect in AEW. It's she is exactly what think, they need. Too low. Be, you know you shit on AEW, but who wouldn't be perfect in AEW? Not everybody. Matt not perfect in AEW. That guy should leave. He's gotta get out of there. Well, Matt is not perfect anywhere. He doesn't have like a character, you know. So that's what I'm saying. But okay, not everybody's perfect in AEW. Because Puslo, let me tell I you think-
0: something. Let me just finish my point. There are here. here's answers to th- that. I was a okay. dumb question. Feed no. would be better in WWE. No, but here's WWE. the thing. So we right? talk about this, cr-
2: you know, we talk about the two sides. We talk about this creative freedom in AEW. If you go over to AEW and you don't maximize the ability of the creative freedom when there's clearly on the other side, you don't have any of it, apparently only the very well inner circle trusted people have it, which is like five to eight people like characters, Roman probably, you know, Kevin Owens, whatever. But these guys go over to AEW and they think they could just, just, just will, willy nilly it when it's it's just such a waste of time, man. It like really bothers me that Matt Cardona going over to AEW and people thinking this is a great thing when he just went over as Zack Ryder. Still, like no, man, you have the opportunity to do something special. Figure it the fuck out. Like I'm telling you right Why, now. You're in,
0: Like Miro's new video game show. <laughs>
2: I don't care what fucking Tony Khan says <laughs> that he was abused Miro was abused in uh, WWE. G- great. But he's over here
0: You're not abused you're, when you get to wrestle John Cena uh, yeah, at WrestleMania, WrestleMania with a tank. And, and head. come out of head. <laughs> <laughs> I, Like that was Tony Khan's big talking point. You know what someone makes but, a talking point that in like you it's almost like Mad Libsy where you're like, if I say it like this, you'll think, yeah, that was stupid. And then you have to have know yourself and know your opinion strong enough to go Um I know you tried to just manipulate me there, but no, that thing was awesome. You're not going to convince me that being on a tank at WrestleMania wasn't the highlight of, of Rusev's career and uh, uh, it wasn't a gift McMahon gave him. Even losing to John Cena at WrestleMania with a fucking tank.
2: I don't even know how he got here, but yeah, that was my point.
3: <laughs> but Tulo, I think when you said that Zelina would be perfect for AEW, <laughs> oh, yeah, right. what you mean is Zelina would be perfect for AEW Dark.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, wow. yeah. uh, Accurate <laughs> uh, I'm no, drop That
0: drop is so good I uh, will
2: give them credit They are trending the women's division In the right direction uh, A.W. Uh, a lot of new things that are finally happening They're just not They need to start booking it Which I think after this Once winter has came uh, All over when tonight, winter,
3: uh, winter finishes
2: <laughs> Once winter has finished this all over tonight Uh we will. Baby. Winter.
3: <laughs> winter. Winter is breathing heavy tonight. On- yeah.
1: <laughs> oh. 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 What's
3: that? I think. Oh, I think-
1: a little bit of the bubbly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've gotten so good at soundboarding, but how are you not a patron of this podcast? If you're this yeah. podcast this far deep, you're not a patron. Come on, man. Patriot. Come on. Come come (laughs) hang out with us
2: later tonight, man.
0: You're not going to know what it (laughs) is to be an artist, man. Just fucking
1: Etsy, baby.
0: (laughs) Buy my little sweaters.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Speaking of sweaters. Look at this drip right here. Oh, man. Um, But, yeah, no. That that shirt's amazing, by the way. I I think (laughs) Alistair Black is leaving (laughs) WWE. I think he's got one foot out the door. He's pushing his merch, he's pushing his clothing line real hard. He's got Selena on there promoting it. Like, I think he really doesn't like what went down. He's and pushing I think it he's, hard, but he. Was, I think I think he's looking for a way out. It's either he, he goes was doing down to single NX. arm
0: rows way less than I do. I mean, here's the thing, and here's what I know.
2: I I watched. Uh, yeah, you obviously put it up way more weight than it. Well, you do a hundred. He's doing seventy-five. Wow, yeah. good I mean, job, I'm, John Silver. Um. Yeah, but he body, but of, also, a meat, body of meat. He could just that. kick my ass so yeah. bad, Alistair Black. <laughs> can you imagine? He, he kicked me in the face. He would get. He would literally knock you out for for ten weeks. <laughs> like be so dead.
3: I be so like dead. Edson fucking Barbosa, your head off.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: remember when he showed up to a cow underground wearing
0: and uh, one shorts though? I don't know. Oh yeah. I don't know if I'd respect him, man. <laughs> WWE is such a fucking Fucking bad show Balling
3: in Rucker Park
0: You have a guy who literally raises from a coffin And you're like Let's put him on some Rucker Park Fucking Umbros
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah dude
3: He's he's got a a basketball He's got a basketball uh, uh, Match against Wesley Snipes And uh, Woody Harrelson (laughs) I will say this like
2: Seeing Kevin Owens on NXT just makes me think about how much they need to just put all those guys on NXT and just, just, put just let back, them just right. let them fucking run. There's so many missed. You have Champa, Gargano, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Shinsuke, Finn. Just like let them create their own fucking superstar show and do it in NXT with Triple H. Like if we're if we're gonna just waste guys, Ricochet, all these guys, like just. Just let them run amok in NXT. It's perfect for all of them. I'm like yeah. sick of watching well, this shit. If
0: you hadn't our Patreon episode last week, I think it was me, Tulo, and Chebs. Uh, no, I wasn't there. We went in Shels a hole. Oh, it was just
2: me and Shebs. Um, yeah. uh Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't hold me accountable on something that Chebs is on if I wasn't there. Please, God.
0: No, sh- dude, Shabiro. Well, Shabiro did two things, by the way. You're missing out if you don't hear.
2: Shabiro was talking about,
0: we were talking about we both went into a whole terror about how great Kevin Owens was on NXT last week. Yeah. I mean, he, so he's so fucking good. You if you want to watch one thing, if you don't feel like watching NXT, watch the Kevin Owens show. He pulls off a perfect wrestling sketch in the middle yeah. of NXT. It's um, amazing. It's really funny. It's 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 funny, it's good. It was awesome. He was awesome. And then he was great on commentary. Um, I honestly think, think I did a great job. Kevin Owens I sold a, that.
2: What? Like I sold that to I sold that to Sheb. Shevs hasn't watched NXT in three months, he said. And like last week, me saying Kevin Owens is going to be on commentary got him like interested and wanted to watch it. But he's yeah. also a man of the business, and he'll say he had to watch it because he was he was doing the pod and the the bonus episode <laughs> and he couldn't let the couldn't so let his watched, fans down. Shev is texting me;
0: he watched Io Shirai versus uh, uh, Rhea because we pushed it. He'll watch oh it if we tell him something's good. So he'll watch good. it. Um, that's a good thing about Shev; he lives by a principle. You yeah. tell him something's good, he'll watch it. Anyway, uh, but we'll see. You
2: guys think Alistair's leaving? Is it, is,
0: I think, uh, I think he's Newman. Gone. You
3: think he's leaving? I wouldn't be surprised. I think I think, I
2: think it's uh, gonna happen very soon. Immediate, honestly.
3: I I don't
2: yeah. No, he'll he'll hold out, he'll do his ninety days, him and Zelina kinda together, they'll spend some time and blast out their you I know, mean, their uh, Twitch and their clothing he's line
0: an immediate buy for Tony Khan, right? Oh yeah,
2: Im- immediately.
0: Yeah I mean can you, Cause he's, he he makes he'll make Tony Khan look so good. Cause you'll come in have him wrestle. Can he? I mean, come on. I you know. Let's hope that Alistair leaves. I, I don't need him. In the, they're not gonna they're not gonna have him meet his his.
2: his we're we're at this really COVID great era. time, and and I, I I'm not paying attention to it, but I'm seeing Impact is doing a lot of things creatively too. There's a lot of new platforms that are emerging during this COVID era. Where honestly, if WWE isn't using wrestlers. They're going to, these wrestlers now, especially with their, that those stipulations of third party things and stuff like that, wrestlers are going to find a way to just get out of their contracts and go. And I don't think WWE even cares because they know the money spot and what they have. They don't want to waste time trying to create shit for people that they don't believe in anymore. You know, yeah. like, they'll go. Dude, if and I'm they wanna...
0: Shinsuke, I go back to New Japan. Like, later. So, right?
2: Like, right now.
0: I'll just go over there and just be a god over there, you know? Oh, anyway, all right. Look, we 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 need to save our voices for uh, winter is coming. Uh, we are T minus. We're less than two hours away from winter is coming here, which is pretty exciting. I'm excited to watch it, and uh, I mean, make sure you
2: got the wood right, extra wood.
0: Oh yeah, so I t- I texted Tulo. Make sure <laughs> you guys make sure you have your firewood stocked. You're stocked up on firewood because uh, winter is coming. War games. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, So is War Games. What, is Wargames Saturday? No, Wargames is next Wednesday? Sunday.
2: Sunday. Sunday the 6th. Wait, Sunday it's 6th. this Sunday? Yeah.
0: Wait, this is the go-home pod for Wargames?
2: Yeah, this is the go- we I haven't even talked about NXT. Anything. It's going to be... Well, um... All right. All right. Well, because we're not going to talk about it, but real quick, I really hope that the fourth member of Shotzi's team is, like, someone badass, and it's not, like, EO or something. I hope it's, like... Like, last year, Kevin Owens was the fourth member... I hope it's someone like main roster down, maybe Charlotte or like something. Oscar, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Just make it like a huge thing because that match is going to steal Pregnant the Becky? show. Pregnant Becky would be <laughs> sick.
0: Um, <laughs> that'd be so funny. Um, like I'm way more
2: hyped about if you I'm way more hyped about the women's match than the men's war games match. It's not even close.
0: I uh, yeah. I mean whatever. Uh maybe you two wanna put out a Patreon episode Monday after war games? Perfect. We record it? All right. So we'll do that. We'll do war
2: games. Or we could do a, or we could do a post post live show too. And then call it a day. We we'll give AEW people their satisfaction. We will get the NXT patrons their satisfaction. We'll bang. Do you require satisfaction? I ain't get no. I mean, Tulo, I
0: gave you a Hamilton reference and you didn't even take it. Anyway, uh, I can never be
2: satisfied
0: <laughs> Okay, that's okay Alright, listen that's, what Kenny's, that's, you that's, ride Kenny's, uh,
3: that's Kenny's motto He can never be satisfied
0: <laughs> Kenny's, uh, Kenny's, like Kenny's you. gimmick you said
3: is a virgin I've never right? been satisfied The biggest, biggest virgin in the world
0: <laughs> By the way, if that was actually his gimmick I mean, he's already one Alexander of my guys But he would be so much Hamilton. more one of my guys <laughs> okay. If someone's gimmick was being a virgin <laughs> <laughs> Right. I love it. I I mean when you're when your gimmick is vulnerability, like fucking Lil Dicky, his gimmick being like I have a deformed penis. You cannot have nothing but respect for that. Like right. you have to have so much respect for it. <laughs> oh anyway. Hello that's a ladies. Great place to end this podcast, everybody. I think we did it. I think we did. Frankly, I think we did too much. Remember, everybody, uh Join our Patreon, patreoncom wrestling. Get access to our bonus episodes tonight. We're doing a live Zoom recording of the pod. It'll come out as a normal pod on Patreon as well. If you don't want to join the Zoom, but you can join us, you can cash in, throw up the cow sign in the window, and you can get your opinion on the show. Cow Zoom Thunderdome, our hangout watching a pay per view, will be December twentieth, Sunday, December twentieth. We're watching TLC. Um, that should be a blast. The pay per view starting to look nice, like we said. Um, and also, remember, five-star rankings on Apple Podcasts and write someone who's one of your guys and we'll give you a proper congratulations for having a wrestler be one of your guys. Spread the show. And remember, follow me on Instagram at, at Dan Black Attack. I'm posting videos, uh, uh, clips from the show um, that are uh, uh, pretty fun and funny and sometimes we're adding fun graphics to it. Tulo, what would you like to
2: say? Uh, at tiptoe with Tulo on uh, Twitter, I, I do a lot of uh, my uh, my wrestling reactions and stuff on there. So absolutely call At a tiptoe follow.
0: with Tulo, uh, Newman. You want to plug your Instagram? Nope. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Everybody keep All watching right. wrestling.
0: Kisses. Hugs. Comedians of wrestling, I listen on Thursday when I go to work. we right <laughs>